Blog Talk Radio. Academy coming to you live today. We come live every single day at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're listening to this and it's not 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, then my guess is you're listening to this on our iTunes feed. You can check it out. Uh, Just go over to iTunes and then key in the Social Marketing Academy and bing, bang, boom. There it is. Uh, All you have to do is subscribe to that podcast for absolutely free. No money. And we have 15 minutes every single show, packed full of good, useful information that you can use to really enhance your online marketing for your business. Now, today's show, it's close to my heart. It is about networking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always talking about social media marketing and, you know, how wonderful it is and how it can benefit your brand. Okay, so we understand that. But one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is that social media marketing and networking can be enhanced uh, by your activity outside of the electronic medium. What I mean is that by actually doing face-to-face and you know any sort of meetings, any sort of networking, especially events or groups, this can really benefit your success level on social media marketing, not to mention enhancing those relationships that you've built offline in these in these networking events. So what I want to talk about today is how to kind of bridge the gap between offline marketing, like in-person, face-to-face stuff, and online marketing on sites like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And what I want to do is I want to give you some ideas because I want you to start thinking out of the box when you're going to these events. And really, you know, I want you to benefit from well, not necessarily benefit. Just reap the most benefits out of your time uh, because let's, let's, be, let's face it. If you are always in the office and then you have to go to networking events, say you have a networking event once or twice you know, a week or maybe once every couple weeks, you, know, you have to get ready for it. You have to kind of like, check out the market. You have to put on different clothes. You have to change your schedule. You have to get things done at the office. You have to drive to the location. You have to be there for an hour or so or maybe even two hours plus. You have to do a lot of legwork. So why not try to get the most bang out of that time? Because, you know, it's an investment. And I made it sound horrible there, but no, networking is wonderful. But my point was that it, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not just like, hey, let's just go and bing, let's do it. It's, it's a little bit more work than that. So why don't you want to get the most, most out of it that you can? So on today's show, let's talk about bridging the gap. So on today's The Social Marketing Academy with me, your host, Christopher Tompkins, it is all up join the online and offline networking worlds for maximum benefit. 
Okie The first thing that we want to do, <clears throat> any networking event or networking group that you are going to or you have found, you uh, also live on social media. So if you are, uh, I don't know, if someone's maybe referred a group to you or you've joined an organization and there are members of um, maybe three or four different networking groups, that's a really great start in terms of putting your list together. Again, I'm going to give you planning and documents that you have to put together, so don't cry. This is the stuff that's beneficial to you. I know how much everyone hates lists and sheets and all this kind of thing, but I'm telling you, it's marketing. You've got to get yourself organized if you want to win. <clears throat> so what you want to do is you want to write down all of those different groups. And then if you want to find extra groups, you know, you can go ahead and look for them on Google, or also you can find other groups in, uh, you know, on LinkedIn and Facebook especially. Twitter is a little bit more of a harder search tool to use, but <clears throat> those are two great places to start. So say you come up with two different groups that you go to. Okay, wonderful. The first thing that you want to do is you want to on social media. So if they have a website, go to the website and see if they have social media links. Depending on the size of the group or depending on the savviness of the group, those links should be very, very easy to find. They should have an icon for Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. They should have them on the website. If they don't even have a website, just look because a lot of groups only publish their groups on Facebook, some only on LinkedIn, and some just exist on Twitter depending on what the group is. So if you want to do searches, you could do Google searches or you can go on to each of the individual sites and try to find them. Once you find these companies, you should really, or I'm sorry, companies, what am I talking about? Once you find these groups, what you want to do is like them or join them or follow them, whatever, and then, you know, start interacting. Because what happens is on Facebook, once you start, once you like them, their updates are going to go into your newsfeed. But how, I don't know, how often sometimes do we check our news feeds? Sometimes we're a little busy, or sometimes these people don't post very much. So what you want to do is you want to create a list, and they're called interest lists on Facebook. So when you like the company, the next thing that you're going to do uh, is basically go over, um, just a little bit over from that like button, and there will be a drop-down menu, and it will say add to interest list. Then what I would do is I would create an interest list called networking groups and then you would add that to that. And then every other group that you find on Facebook, add it to that interest list. Then when you're on the main news feed page on Facebook, on the left-hand side towards the bottom, it will say interest list, and then you'll see networking groups. You click on that, and all of the recent posts from all of those groups will pop up, which makes it so much easier for you to engage with on a regular basis rather than going to their page and seeing what's recent, blah, blah, it's like a pain in the ass. So why don't we just click on that and see everything in one place? Right? I mean, that's amazing. How much time did I just save you? So then the next thing you want to do is when you're on LinkedIn, you want to search for um, either the group organizer, um, which will be the easiest way of finding the group and, you know, everything in it, or um, maybe the group as a company page that could be happening, or it could be listed as a group. So if you just use Facebook's regular search function, um, it will pull up all of these different options. So you can just click through, find the group. If they, um, if they have an actual group made for the networking um, group, then join it because then you'll be able to share expertise and all kinds of different things, which are really beneficial to uh, you know, getting yourself really instilled as a valuable member of that group. Uh, <clears throat> then if you, know, if, you have, if you see the, uh, the top of the heap, the owner or the group organizer on LinkedIn, you definitely want to connect with them because 
that will put you in front of them and move you to the forefront as well. So you can start building the relationship there. Um, okay, so then if you're on Twitter, what you want to do is, again, you want to search for the group, and then if you find them, follow them, and then you can do a very similar thing that you did on Facebook. All you have to do is click just a little bit over from that follow button. You can add it to the list on the drop-down menu. So click on that drop-down, add it to a list. I always make the list private um, unless you're doing it for promotion, but this is going to be for your own knowledge, so I wouldn't really publish it publicly. I always put my list private. And then, you know, maybe one day I might change it. But start off private, um, and then, again, name it Networking Groups, and then there you go. And then what's wonderful about that is that you can then go into Twitter, click on your list. That, oh, it's actually called a list. I'm sorry. Um, a list, an interest list, like Facebook. You're creating a list. And you can click on that networking group list that you created in Twitter, and it will show you all the recent tweets by them. So then you can go in and interact on Twitter as well. You'll see once you get into this a little bit that some groups are more active on Facebook and then others are more on Twitter and then others are just really banging it out on LinkedIn. So you kind of have to see where they are and everyone's going to be a little different. So, you know, you ready to move one, which is actually like a massive step, right? I think that took up like five minutes. So I, that's a really good step though. You really should, you know, follow that one. The second one is... I love this one, actually. This is the business card. Uh, what I like to do is I like to play a game before networking. Getting every business card, we have, a, we have a total business card that we want to get per month, and we want to convert them into social media interactions. Back in the day, what you would do is you'd get, the, um, you'd get a whole bunch of business cards and go back and then put them into your email database, and then bing, yeah, let's get these, let's get these out. Um, but unfortunately, people find that really irritating. So if you're connecting with them on social media, it's a little bit of a kinder connection than just adding them to your promotional list that's just cold and they get this email and they're like, what's this? And it's like, oh God, I met them the other week and they're sending me this garbage already. And hello, I'm getting telling you the truth. Not everybody wants to hear from you. So if you connect with them at a social level, it builds that networking, right? Because we're networking here. So if you just get a business card and turn it into an email blast, that personal connection that you had is lost because then you've gone into the cold email. But if you keep it going on social, hello, social media, social networking, it makes sense, right? So get that business card. See if that person is um, uh, on LinkedIn. Try to connect with them using their email address on LinkedIn because LinkedIn will ask you. See if you can find them. Invite them via your, their email address. And when they connect, send them a message. Hey, I really enjoyed connecting with you. So what you want to do with these names that you're connecting with, you want to create a list of people because you want to follow up. What I usually like to do is, you know, the first three weeks, connect, collect the business cards, collect whatever information that you have from people that you know. Um, I would say meaningful connections, not getting a whole list that's provided for you of every single member and then just shoving them into your LinkedIn because that's so tacky. What you want to do is find people that you've actually had good connections with because it's easier to manage and you think you're talking to them because there could be something going on there in terms of business. So, you know, it makes sense. Keep a list of those people. Then the last week of the month, go through and see who's accepted your, uh, your requ request to connect, on LinkedIn especially. And you can do this on Twitter as well. Facebook's a little bit trickier, but we'll, I'll put that to the side today because we're just short on time. Because I think with the business cards, LinkedIn is the most important. So um, see who's connected with you. Just search their names that you have on your list. Go down from top to bottom and then see who's connected with you. Anyone who has, 
send them a message. Hey, I'm so glad you accepted my LinkedIn connection here. You know, I really enjoyed meeting you with you on that networking that networking event for the NHSA on Tuesday uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, are you going to go to the next one? And is there anything that we can work together on, or can we continue the conversation, or whatever the hell you want to say? But it's a really good idea for you to, you know, make that connection on LinkedIn. It just continues the conversation, makes you look social media savvy, makes you look on point, organized, and savvy. So it just builds your credibility up that bit more. Now, how are you going to get? Again, this is really useful for um, this. These techniques that I'm sharing with you today are really useful for leads as well. If you want to, I've, and I've actually done a show about this. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, we did a show on lead generation on social media. And this is kind of tied into this just a little bit. But here's what I've got to tell you guys. You know what? You go to these, you go to these networking events all the time, and if you're, if you're going to these networking events not because you love the happy hour drinks and you love the free food and, you know, a couple of your buddies are going, if you're actually going for business purposes to really get in there and roll up your sleeves and network, uh, you know, this is a really helpful tool. If you are, though, one of the people that likes to go just for the social aspect. This is kind of, you know, this is probably something that you'll never do. But if you're really, really focused on building your connections and then giving them that extra level of care and personal, um, almost like a professional hug um, online, then this is perfect for you. This will, uh, this will enable you to get so much further on your, in your relation, many of your relationships. Um, my number one thing, though, is just don't start spamming anybody's anybody whose information you received. Don't join a brand new group. Um, get the email list and start sending out email blasts five times a week. Don't add them to things that they haven't said that they wanted to be added to. There's just a lot of different things that you just want to be careful with. You know, what I always say to my sales team is that if they go out and they have a um, they get a business card, I always say, have you had a conversation with this person? And then if the answer is yes, then obviously what we would do is we would we start trying to do the social connect. If not, we'd send them an email saying, hey, I was thinking about connecting with you on LinkedIn. Is this okay? And kind of just being respectful of people and their space and how they use um, the online medium. But, okay, that's like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of information for you guys today. Um, I think it's wonderful if you're a networker. This is a killer show uh, because I know this works. And this has been tried and tested, and it works wonderfully. So please try it out. You know, the next, it just, you know, try it out in one of your groups and see how it works. If it works, you know, add the rest. Thanks so much for joining me today. I've been Christopher Tompkins, your host on the Social Marketing Academy, and we will be talking to you next week. So check out our on-demand episodes, and I will be talking to you live again at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday. Thanks, folks.